that's one of the things about religion that we have to remember when we're talking about that makes it such a, a hot topic issue is because we're talking about law. Who gets to be God? Who gets to be God's deputies? Who is the most high? Who is the divine authority? It's all about the claim to the most high. The only way that somebody can be higher than us is if we give away our power. Because there's nobody, we're all equal. But we're not equal in our knowledge, so ultimately, I think it does have to be a hierarchy, but it has to be a cooperative hierarchy, like a bee colony. We have to, it's about what our value system is, what we care about. Hive Mind. Today is February 11th, 2021. I am your host, Nate Cap. Welcome to the 39th Cubbyhole Podcast, where important topics are unveiled, discussed, and tested. Our website is cubbyhole.com. That's C U B B Y W H O L E.com. Today's a really special day. We have Nathan Redette on the show, and he is an excellent researcher and teacher of natural law. He gave the great presentation called Natural Law is the Solution, which can be found on YouTube. And he's an activist for the rights of the sentient beings, and he is in search for truth and the great fight for freedom. Brandon and I are very excited to have Nathan give his speech at this year's Seed 4 Growth Conference coming up this May on the 14th through the 15th in Athens, Ohio. His presentation is titled, Entheogens, Empathy, and Hemp Can Save the World, but first, uh, sorry, but human slavery must first end. Sorry, human slavery must end first. Uh, and we're really looking forward to hearing this presentation because, yes, human slavery must end. And we need to first understand what human slavery is and that it is currently taking place. And people like Nathan and everyone here at the Cubbyhole are doing, you know, what what we can to help the masses awaken to this condition that we currently find ourselves in. Welcome to the show, Nathan. Thanks for taking the time to be on here. Thank you, Nate, and what a wonderful intro. Um, I'm, I'm truly humbled. Thank you ever so much. It's, uh, it's a true pleasure. Yeah, man, this is going to be a great show. I I wanted to know about your uh, your last name, if I'm saying it right, and I find it really interesting that, you know, uh, I mean, if, if it is uh, Ridette, it yeah. makes me think of uh, Rid the Debt or Rid of Debt. <laughs> That's a good one. If only that applied to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've, my business has got me in a bit of debt in the last year or so, but I've it's not not something I can you know I'll get out of it again. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, I think it's French. I think it uh, it comes from France. So my my granddad did a, a a family tree many years ago, and he traced our family back to 1066. Wow. Apparently, we were involved in the, in the invasion of England. <laughs> interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, um, yeah, and thanks for the reminder. They, they were trying to rid the debt back then. 
Um, yeah, when people knew that taxation was slavery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The theft, yeah, theft, yeah. Um, but I am saying that right, correct? Correct, Nate. Thank you. Um, and where are you from? Where are you from? You're from the UK, right? Yeah, Southern England, uh, Southampton in the UK. Southampton. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I uh, I have never been there, but um, you know, it was it was definitely somewhere on my list. What what time is it over there anyway? It's 20 to 7 in the evening. Oh, yeah. If you ever do come over, it would be awesome to hook up and you know, I'll put you up if you, if you need to do some sofa surfing or whatever. Well, as long as I need to be vaccinated to get over there, I don't know if that'll be happening anytime soon. Yeah, you, you <laughs> know, uh, talking about the, the presentation, the seed conference, I am, I'm a little anxious about the, the medical tyranny that might be afoot because, you know, I've, I've got come this far so far without having to wear a mask and you know it's yeah i'm not not looking forward to it if they're if they're quite militant with all of these procedures and masks and vaccines and, and all the rest of it i must say yeah it's horrible man it's um the mind control is pretty 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 deep extremely deep it, yeah i mean you, you can you can see in the last year well since the first lockdown uh you could I'm wondering if the people that are controlling this shit show, excuse my French, um, actually realized how effective they had everybody under mind control. Because, you know, I mean, it's very apparent. You, you know, you can see it visually now walking down the street with the the, the Covidians, you know, right. <laughs> the cult of COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, mate. Really bad. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I've, I've just been paying attention as much as I can to all that stuff. And just like, um, what I was saying earlier about you speaking on uh, natural law, it, it is the one thing that I feel that people really just don't, you know, uh, want to even look at for one, uh, two, they don't realize like this is, you know, obeying these, you know, rules cause they're not laws yet, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just the fact that everybody's following these orders blindly has really negatively affected uh, the whole world and especially mm -hmm. the minority who knows what's really going on and mm -hmm. who doesn't want to obey these laws, these unjust rules or laws or whatever you want to call them. So, yeah, it's tough psychologically. It's, you know, especially like when you are swimming against the current, um, it's, it's a psychological assault. Um, you know, I've I've uh, had an incident a couple of weeks ago where um, you know some militant shop stewards, should we say, were were threatening me with the police and saying I wasn't going to get served and you know all the rest of it because I wasn't I wasn't wearing a mask. And um, but, you know I stood my ground. It was very uncomfortable. I had my six-year-old son with me as well. But I think it was kind of good to do that in front of him. You know, teaching teaching him not to just bow down and bend over and to stand up for yourself you know especially when you're not doing anything wrong yeah exactly i i commend you for that man because you know not enough parents are doing that you know showing their children how to be and how to you know stand mm. your ground and yeah i know nine nine out of ten times it, it, i'm the only person in the whole of the supermarket without a mask on it's yeah yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's very apparent and, um, and then shows how much work we've got to do. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. To say yeah. the least. <laughs> I know. I, 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 it just reminds me in, in my mind. It reminds me of the time I, when I, I went to Ireland to do a presentation uh, about holistic, holistic health and freedom under natural law. And on the way back from Ireland, I stopped off at a motorway service station, and there was this guy. Uh, and I got chatting to him, and on, on one of his arms, I saw. Um, nothing is true you know I, I, I might not be but it was just, it's something as simple as that not nothing is true and uh you know it's like solipsism so uh, i said right. oh is that true and then i saw on his other arm um you can't nothing can be known i, I uh or, 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 or nothing nothing is wrong or there is no wrong and you know like it was just it, it's it a was great like conversation you, starter for oh, for man. for uh some people like us <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was it was really it was almost like the universe was sending me a message just like you know you know well well done for going and doing your little presentation this is the reality that you're up against you know like moral relativism and solipsism and it's just um yeah to, to to have the tattooed on both of your arms though man it was just like wow <laughs> right yeah, I, I love that you said, uh, you know, there or he said, like, nothing is true. And then you said, is that true? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, no, nothing can be known. Well, how do you know that? You know, it's just so mm. funny um, that people don't even uh, think logically like that. I mean, it's not funny, but but it's just like, it's ridiculous. And uh, thanks for. Th also, I wanted to say thanks for reminding me what the presentation title was called. <laughs> because where it is... Where it's been delayed a year, I actually had something else written down myself. <laughs> I want to say that properly because I know that I just I I pretty much butchered that. Um, let me say it one more time. Nathan's presentation title is "Entheogens, Empathy, and Hemp Can Save the World, But Human Slavery Must End First. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I was I was thinking about calling it true medicine entheogens and the awakening process um but yeah because I, I kind of completely forgot that i gave you guys the title over a year ago <laughs> mm, okay so you're you want to have it changed then I, I i i may i may well well do i guess you're, you're going to want to have a definitive presentation title sometime soon aren't you so sure um i'll, I'll let you know i'll let you know in the next few days buddy awesome um, yeah, man, we're really looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we're, we really, we really appreciate your work a lot. Oh man, you, you, you guys have done a fantastic job. You know, I, I need to go back to the cubbyhole podcast. I think I'll go up to number six. Um, but you, 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 you're doing a great work, man. Really, you I know, kudos. Hats appreciate off. that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's what this is all about. You know, uh, exactly what you just said, or, you know, exactly what your old presentation title is, is like, you know, human slavery must end first. And that's exactly what we're all trying to do here. And, uh, religious thinking has got to end first. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, so tell me, Nathan, how did you first get introduced to natural law or how, how did you discover natural law and, and what drove you to feel the need to learn it and teach it? Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I was, uh, pretty knowledgeable about, um, a lot of the other pieces of the jigsaw, um, not the banking system, uh, the hierarchy, uh, 
and it, I, I was journeying up and up and down the country because my little girl lives uh, well she used to live in manchester but she's moved to even further north now so i used to do like a 300 mile round trip so on the way up to pick her up i'd listen to podcasts and whatnot and i was working my way through a mark devlin's uh, i think it's good vibrations series mm. and I, I i found mark, mark passio mm. and i was ah i need to look into that guy's work and uh i didn't for a period of time and then a friend of mine uh started and he said oh you need and i was like yeah i was meant to go back to that guy's work and um i went on his website and it reminded me i actually I actually came across his website years ago and where, where it was quite loaded with content and I, it was quite early on in my awakening process. I was kind of uh, a bit daunted by it. It was, it was a bit overwhelming, you know, looking at the volume of work on there. Right. And I, you know, I wish I, I wish I just got on it that very first time. It would have saved me years of kind of wandering around and uh, doing a lot of uh, research myself. But uh, you know, I think everything happens for, for a reason in a certain, for, you know, in a certain order or format, because I, I, I increased my my knowledge base before I uh, went through Mark Passio's work. But it just it just brought clarity. It just brought so much clarity and put all of the pieces of the jigsaw together. And I, I fully understood the importance of it and, and how urgent it was to get this knowledge out to the, the general population because it, it is the solution um i mean as, as much as people pretend that they're happy in their slavery um i know deep down you know on a soul level that's that's not the case and it's just critical knowledge that needs to be propagated as, as far and wide as as possible because those those that understand this and are controlling it to their benefit are trying to hide it well, you know i think there's a, a passio quote along the lines of that where you need to propagate knowledge as freely and widely as possible to it being used uh against you or for for wrong you know right exactly i mean that's... so I, I just really felt I... sorry go ahead sorry I, I just i just really felt the urgency and i was also um mindful in in, in the back of my mind that i was planning on starting a business because uh, I was left some inheritance money and I wanted to do something good with it. Um, so I had it in my mind to set up a business and I was like, well, I can't just sit on all of this knowledge, you know, after going through all of Passio's work and uh, all the work I went through before that. I need to get it out there. So I started working on a presentation series and I had it in my mind it would take me about three months. Well, it ended up taking nine months. Um, so the business uh, launch kind of got postponed. But I knew I had to had to do it to put the work together and get it out there because when you when you're running your own business and launching a company, times you're not gonna you're not gonna be, have as much available, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I just really felt the pressure on, so I just knuckled down and and got on with it and got it out there. And I mean, the first presentation series isn't the best quality because it was off of a smartphone and I was using my TV in the background as a as a presenter, but it it. You know, at least I was doing it. I was, I was, I was putting it out there, and I was working with what I got, I had, because I didn't have anything else. To you know, I didn't. That was the setup I had. So that's. Um, yeah, you got to work with what you got. You know, and yeah, man, uh, it also so. gives you a good, um, you know, idea of like how to do this and how to, uh, you know, it just gives you good practice and gets mm. you ready for you know when you do have the proper equipment and you know a bigger audience. That's it. 
Yeah, man. What uh, what type of approaches have helped you to convey the science of natural law the best? Mm-hmm. Good question. Um, well, it's it's a, it's a, a bit of a learning curve as as with anything. When you're um, a good analogy, I guess would be when you're you're trying to uh, navigate a ship down a canal. You you you, you kind of go you test the depths of the water don't you and then you come back a bit the other way um so i I tried all kind of approaches and tactics um uh, i mean i i I guess you know if i look at my if i'm honest with with my own personality um i I get i guess there's a bit of a sales person in there as well and a bit of a um and i'm a bit cheeky as at the same time Hmm. um but i'll try the softly softly um i'll try the the shouting through the megaphone you know uh and and then the simple i I think simple questions you know like so do you know do do, can you agree that theft is wrong can you agree on that principle and and you know most people can 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 acknowledge that theft is wrong if, if they're really being honest with themselves right and you know, so that that's a good one, and, and then it going from there. So okay, so you get that theft is wrong, and then explaining the types of theft, uh, you know, from from a lie. Um, and I, I guess this this does cross into the the presentation that I'm looking to do at Seed, and that I wanted to get anecdotal with uh, my own awakening and the use of entheogens and how they help you accept these truths. Uh, and be a bit more honest with yourself, um, you know, because some of them, some of them took a little bit longer to, to fully, fully appreciate, you know, like how ignorance isn't a right, for example, you know, because especially if you're new to this information, that would be quite a hard one to grasp straight off the bat without having a full understanding that of that theft is wrong and the forms of theft. So I, I guess it is a, a sort of a building block process. You can't just, or p- people will struggle with accepting things and it, there's just so many layers of programming that that people are under um and you know the the, the conspiracy theorist one is is the old classic one where people just just dismiss information straight away um by regurgitating the, the media's the sort of programming that always oh, conspiracy theorists just ignore anything that they've got to say right so it, it, it's 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 hard work with some people because the, of the layers of of programming and you've kind of got to break down each each layer before you can but I, I found that saying you know you can agree that theft is is wrong right i think that that's a, that's a good one right and um i i was approaching order followers a lot a lot more than what i have been in say the last year uh really? I've, I've got a load of cards yeah well because ultimately they they need waking up and how are they going to wake up if no one's bringing the information to them? Right. Um, you know, and this is because ultimately we're, we're trying to alleviate suffering, aren't we? This is the, the whole point of, of, of this work. Alleviate suffer, suffering, try and try and have a civilized society with a true order and true freedom. And, you know, um, ultimately it'd be, it'd be wonderful if this could be done wholly in consciousness, but the, I really don't think that that that's that's reality. There there are always going to be some people um, that are willing to serve evil for you know some pittance of worldly trinkets. 
so that there's always there is going to be a fight of sorts on our hands and obviously we, we want to minimize the, the numbers that the enemy has at their disposal um so yeah uh, i've been trying to wake up the police and military and that's been an interesting uh, kind of social experiment if you like um approaching them and um i've tried lots of different tactics with them but they're they're kind of very um standoffish when you know their barriers are instantly up when you approach them mm. um so i uh, many different tactics so i i, I found a quite a good one was sort of sort of a bit of a distraction method by saying oh have you seen the, the star wars movie um is it the force awakens the one with finn finn in and they'll be like yeah yeah i've seen that and, and then then i'm straight straight and oh you know the the allegory that the, uh, the the stormtrooper wakes up and stops serving evil. <laughs> you know, you're the stormtrooper. You know, just <laughs> sort, of, sort of taking them off to to open them up, so they're they're sort of more on your level. Um, but that's really that's you know really really seen the depths of of the the psychological illness that that they're suffering from, and and how you know we are dealing with cult members at the end of the day because they're they're indoctrinated. And it's quite funny, actually, because I noticed that they must have rolled uh, rolled out some sort of training program locally because uh, all of a sudden they uh, they started acting differently towards me. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we've seen that. It's pinned up down in the local police station. I was like, OK, brilliant. Have you, have you watched it? I was like, no. So, oh, that's just, you know, like, so you, you are being ignorant then, uh, this this type of stuff. Um, and how, oh, no, we've been told not to accept those. And then they're just opening themselves up. So, so are you not thinking for yourself then? Are right. you just you you are literally an ignorant order follower then? You know this is this is in, important information that I'm trying to bring to you. So um, it's, it's hard work, and and they, they've had I've literally had them say, I don't want to think for myself, and um, or you know, and then things like that. Yeah, you know, so. It, I've, I've heard it all man you yeah. know over the years trying to hand hand out information to them those guys and it is is quite disheartening I'm, i must admit but you know it, it, once once in a blue moon you'll, you'll get someone that something clicks and, and they they'll say that they'll have a look at it well that's that's really you know brave of you to try to bring that kind of information to them because mm. yeah, obviously no one else is, and and uh, you know they... yeah, it needs to be done. And, and I printed off the cards, and I did it on purpose, so I'd have them on me, so I'd I'd I'd, I'd be in, literally be in the physical position. I've got the information on me that uh, there's an order follower nearby. I now need to step out of my comfort zone and try and bring it to them. So I, I did it on purpose just to put me in that sort of position where I had to step up. <laughs> Yeah. Well, just a bit you're just trying to you know uh, i guess it's part of working on the self just to push yourself to, to do uncomfortable things um to step out of that fear you know or, or to generate the courage to 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 do to do that mm. i wish more people but would thanks, be like man. that you know because that is the me too man <laughs> you know that that's what's needed right now it's very apparent that uh that is the the very thing that people are really not doing is having the courage to you know go into an uncomfortable environment and you know try to mm. help people realize uh what they're doing is wrong and mm. it's just it's a very interesting uh position that we find ourselves in when we 
come across this information and realize like, you know, what our obligation is, our moral obligation is. But those that don't know won't say no, right? Right. So if you don't have that, if you don't really get that theft is wrong, um, then then you're not going to say no when you when you you see it happening. Exactly. And and especially at the moment, man, you know what the police are getting up to the, you know, the stuff I've seen on YouTube because, you know, and, and, and it, it kind of beggars belief why they're not getting lynched because, you know, they're blatantly bully thug cowards and I'm being mindful not to swear. <laughs> no, you're you know? fine. I understand. And, uh, yeah. it, it is, it's true. It's just, uh, you know, no one's holding, you know, these thugs, these, uh, immoral trash, they're not mm. holding them accountable. And, um, that's a real problem, uh, especially when they're actually acting out and, you know, you know, taking people's lives who are completely unarmed and, uh, doing nothing wrong. It's, it's just mm. unbelievable that, uh, so many of those people get away with what they get away with. Yeah. Um, but to be able to go up to one of those types of people and try to change their mind is, um, something that, you know, I, I really have never, <laughs> I can't, I can never say that I've gotten any, I mean, you know, I've talked to people who are not in uniform that are, uh, law enforcement and I've tried to talk to them about things. And I think they're a little bit more cool when they're not in their uniform because they identify with that uniform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and they do listen a little better, uh, especially also military is the same thing. And military mm-hmm. and law enforcement, are both the same, they're order followers and, and, uh, to be able to have a, a open dialogue with them about this type of information, is uh, definitely one of the important things that people could be doing right now that could be, you know, helping help uh, lessen the uh, suffering going on in this world. And plus, also, you know, uh, you're laying information at their feet that they can't, that maybe they're ignorant to, and then they yeah. now they have a decision to make, and that's good. Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to leave them with a a decision Absolutely. that is based in their, you know, a conscience to, you know, do the mm-hmm. right thing, choose right over yeah. wrong. And if they don't, yeah. then they're breaking natural law even more because now they're willfully doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, uh, I kind of viewed them as karmic amplifier <laughs> as, you know, these, these cards, because oh, literally here's the information that you could save your, your soul with, um, ignore it at your peril kind of thing. Right. You know, and I do my best to try and, hook them into looking at it but i know 99 out of 100 times that they they wouldn't have done it just 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 from the conversation i had with them and just by judging them on on their responses but um you know if 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 one of those people actually took the information on board and quit their cult then it's, it's all worthwhile you know and that's what keeps us going, uh, you know. When you get those messages or you get those um, little boosts where you've you've really helped someone come online, and make some positive changes, um, yeah, it kind of makes it all worthwhile. Right. Absolutely. Um, I uh, I heard you say you have a daughter. Yes. And you have yeah. a son too. Uh, yeah, my son uh, spends quite a bit of time with me. 
my daughter lives, like I say, uh, about a 300 mile round trip away. Uh, so I don't see her as often. And, um, she's, she wrote to me recently, but, um, this was, this was, um, you know, when you, when you walk the path of truth and, um, I I was mindful that we're, we're, you know, going to be talking about religion tonight as well and symbolism, but the, the quote from Jesus where he says, you know, I did not come here to bring peace, but a sword of truth, you know, that will divide mother against son and, and daughter, you know, um, basically divide even family members. Um, it, it was very apparent when um, the, my, my partner, we were having relationship difficulties because I was trying to bring information to her. And that, that went on for about five years before she finally um, aligned, you know, took it on board um with my mum and with my daughter and with my daughter is i always knew the danger of it because i I didn't see her very often so i'd only see her a few weeks a year and i knew that all of the programs she was getting when she wasn't with me you know from her her mum who's very vapid and narcissistic and pretty much bought every psyop there is going um all this the schooling you know the victim sort of uh, uh, the victim culture that they're propagating, um, and you know I was trying to get her to think critically and toughen up a little bit, um, but you know I I I I don't like diluting truth. I don't like you know the baby spoon feeding technique. That's not not my style, um, and it, it did didn't go so well with my daughter and uh, she blocked me on whatsapp and um i've, I've not heard from her in, in over a year no this is the, you know the truth about the police the truth about animals and you know but i get it she's she's a young teenage girl she everything else that's going on is the opposite to what i'm saying and, and teaching um and it's just one of those things, you know, I, you've got to have a bit of faith in the universe that you are doing the right thing and and things will come back around favorably uh, to you in the future, you know. And, um, yeah, she wrote to me recently, so that was that was kind of cool. Uh, that happened many years. I thought this I was going to have to wait a few more years, to be honest, before I heard from her. So, yeah, so that was good. Yeah, but my son, my son gets it, and he's he's six but obviously he spends a lot more time with me and it's the simplicity of theft being wrong you know don't lie don't harm anybody don't don't steal um and yeah you, you know this is this is a simple that that six-year-olds can understand but um it's, it's where it's where all the programming comes in into play lit in this in this light you know how, how things are set up in the world in the current condition um, you, you start buying it all, don't you? When you're going to school, and they're telling you to respect authority and worship money, and just fit in and do as you're told, and and you know the indoctrination, government indoctrination camps. Right. It's really. I was. I was actually asking you about your children because uh, didn't you get my mother's "Give to Nature and Nature Will Give to You" book for your for I think for I your boy, right? I did. Yeah, That's I bought. Awesome. I, I think I bought six copies because oh, wow. I wanted I wanted to give some out as well, and I wanted to leave some in the local library and school because it, it's an awesome book, man. And you know, if if you can sow those seeds to 
to the kids and that's ultimately you know if the, the the earlier people can get this this simple knowledge the better um now rather it, it reminds me of a bob marley lyric where he he, he he says about um kill them before they grow when he's talking about the the control system getting to the kids before uh they they can really you know grow and and, and become uh, truly truly wise people you know? right that's really cool man i'm it's nice that you're not only um taking in this information but you're applying it uh not just to other people but your your child mm-hmm. and uh, or your children mm-hmm. i should say and um you know it's a it's that's really where it all begins to uh raise a generation that can help lessen the suffering going on in the world absolutely it's it'd be even nicer if the libraries and schools would have taken the books but because because they weren't in the on the list the you know the, the government's list of all pre-authorized books they 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 refused them so that was a little bit annoying but uh, i did i did give that give them out as gifts so hey um i was gonna ask you where has your uh studies taken you these days like what what uh topic are you really studying now okay um well obviously there's there's a pretty popular one going at the moment and that's the, the cult of covid so you know i've been looking at a lot of the, the studies about that and viruses and asymptomatic or, or they'd mm. like to to tell you that there's such a thing as asymptomatic carriers and um i mean i've, I've listened to an awful lot of, of manny p hall podcasts i've, I've found oh, that yeah. most of my studies and learning have, have been come from audio input and i've also watched a lot of documentaries but i've i've got a lot of books to read and that is i'm conscious that that is uh, something i need to work on Although I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of documentaries, I don't read enough books, you know. So, um, of looking at, um, you know, like the masks, for example, and the, the the psychological effect of wearing masks and the psychological effect of isolation and how these are all the, the most effective techniques of, of breaking people's will, um, <laughs> which... which which is basically what's going on at the moment with with this um, cult of COVID and the perceived pandemic, you know. Uh, the, the, the masks were used in, in, in olden slavery times. So when you know, a, a new slave owner just bought a new slave, you'd, they'd be put, they'd put like an iron mask on the slave and make them wear it for a couple of weeks to break them into a new way of living. Um, they, I think they still use them in Guantanamo Bay. Um, they used the the face coverings. Another reason why they used in Islam is because it it subconsciously makes you more submissive and, and obedient. Mm-hmm. And Islam, as as you well know, literally means to submit. Right. The 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 the, the lunar cult the, of submission. <laughs> right. So you know, I found this quite interesting. Uh, but again, you know, trying to bring that to public awareness um, is is quite difficult when most people just worship the mainstream media. Um, 
Yeah, I haven't seen actually anybody wearing two or three masks yet. I don't think I in have. the streets. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've I've seen people wearing two masks and a uh, one of those face visors, face shields. Wow, man! And I'm yeah. just like, how? How? I mean, how? You know? And here's the thing: do I? Do I feel for people like that? Yes, because I know that they're suffering. They're really in tons of fear. Uh, they're psychologically, you know, destroyed in a lot of ways. They're uh, definitely not. I would. I'd hope that they're not introduced to any kind of, you know, information about mind control. Because if they are and they're doing that, they're willfully showing, uh, you know, the ugliest part of themselves. And, um, it's just, it's insane the way people are taking, uh, what the TV tells them to do and actually doing it, uh, and, and allowing themselves to look, uh, as ridiculous as they do, especially if they're hiking or riding a bike and they're by themselves. <laughs> yeah. On their own. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it is, it's, it's incredible. It really is incredible what's going on. Um, yeah. I, I was, I was, thinking, I was trying to tap in and be honest with myself when you're saying that you know you 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 feel you've got the empathy there for them and I'll be I have to be honest I I haven't I haven't got as much uh, as you to, to towards these people because you know ultimately it's their it's their own doing it's their their willful decision you know in with in the age of information you just you know to yeah, they can't be so ignorant as to not have some seeds in the back of their head about the lies of the weapons of mass destruction oh, in sure. Iraq and you know all of this kind of stuff and you know how it's blatantly been in people's faces that the, the mainstream media have you know proven lies. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's almost um, it leaves you speechless as to like wow. <laughs> I saw uh, yesterday um, driving down to on the on the school run, uh, which I'm I'm ashamed to say. Yes, I don't homeschool uh, per se. Um, my my son does go to a government indoctrination centre, but uh, trust me, he's had plenty of um, true principles grounded into him to to counter the to, to counter the slave thing. So, oh, I'm sure. But it's, you know. Um, uh, my 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 partner works full time, you know. I do have a business, so it's it's I kind of needs must. Um, but anyway, on on the on the school run, I was driving past the local community centre where the doctor surgery is, and there there was a queue. It must it must have been at least three hundred, if not four hundred meters long, of, of people all queuing up to get their their vaccines. Not well, not they're not vaccines, are they? They're they're shots because they don't work in the same way as a traditional vaccine does because they actually alter our um our cells don't they to 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 hopefully attack the the coronavirus but i mean if if anybody is looking at what's going on right now and and there is harm that's being caused by these um untested vaccines i think um cytokine storms being you know, and I'd, I'd encourage people to do their own research on this because this is um, something I'm still looking into myself. But yeah, man, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's quite disturbing times, really, um, with, with with just how compliant 
people are, are being. Um, it, it's, it's quite worrying. It is interesting, isn't it, Nathan, that you and people like me and everybody, you know, like Mark and uh, anybody teaching natural law is, you know, we've been trying to get this information out for a long time, especially Mark. Yeah. And then something like this event happens. Mm. And then it's almost like, you know, it just adds all these new layers of mind control onto, onto people that you were already mm. trying to reach with this information about mind control mm. and about natural law. And now it's like we're forced to try to uh, help people realize, you know, uh, the sham that is taking place mm. on mm. top of all that. And it's very overwhelming. But it's also been very... It's 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 definitely motivated me too because had all this not happened, I don't think I would have started or you know I wouldn't have done as many cubbyhole podcasts as as we have um, right. because uh, that's good yeah 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 so I I'm looking at you know I see all the positives that have come out of this um, because like it has exp it has like kind of lit the fire under a lot of people's ass who have wanted to express this deeper information and now they're going out and actually like making their own shows and you know uh, really trying to help reach people mm. and uh so i do see the positive in that mm. but yeah sure but man let me tell you the layers are just deep. yeah <laughs> i mean th this is uh, uh my partner says she this is kind of like what red pilled her so to, per se and um, we were actually, we actually broke up for 10 months up until July last year. And this was fundamentally based around how, how just how defiant and recalcitrant she was to, uh, the truth about what's going on. And, you know, there are many trigger words that you just, um, I mean, there, there was some internal work that needed to be done there as well. And, you know, basically, uh, we broke up for 10 months and she, she then kind of took it on board herself at her own time and then we spent some time together and yes yeah, there's been some changes and she had come to accept everything that i've been saying over the years mm. and yeah the relationship's just just been so much better because um well it just is just suffering and that's what ignorance that's what happens in ignorance right suffering right. so you know i totally totally live in that and and relate to that um so i think some it has helped some people wake up and put some jigsaw pieces together um i do think that most people um will kind of be wandering in darkness uh, that they this might be a catalyst to that that makes them realize that shit something's something's really up here you know this is blatant slavery or fascism or, or whatever but but you know will they actually get get on to natural law um i hope so but i, I think most people um most people won't and I, th I think this has also put a lot more people deeper into stockholm syndrome with you know the the media fear um that, that everyone i mean the divide and conquer play here is just you know phenomenal every everybody's afraid of everybody mm -hmm. yeah it's just <laughs> it's yeah so much reptilian you know the brain so much fear out there right exactly you, know, you can almost feel the anxiety yeah, the whole earth is just in our complex right now in reptile mm. com or uh, reptile consciousness. Mm. You know. 
my my boy, my little boy said last night. He said to me, um, "I love the earth. I just want to give it a big hug." And I was like. <laughs> I was, I was like, man, yeah, I'm sure it would appreciate that right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it just made me little little things like that. Um, you know, it's just like the, the the purity and innocence of of, of children, and it just makes you realise just yeah, they're, they're closer to the source, right? And they come out of these little nuggets, and you said that's exactly what it's all about. You know, love nature, and that comes back to the book now. Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, since. We're talking about uh, natural law. I wanted to speak on uh, moral relativism. You know, mm-hmm. the uh, for for everybody else that's listening, it's the idea that only man supposedly gets to decide what's you know what rights are, or that there isn't an objective difference between right and wrong. And uh, I want to say, like, do you believe most people are willfully moral relativists, or do you think it's more that they're misled or morality isn't being properly taught to them well i mean it's certainly were quote unquote easier um or the, at least the, the people that make the willful decision to to be moral relativists it's easier to be that way than than to make change um and you know you can always justify your actions especially if um uh things that you're doing might be immoral um you know like carnism you know it, it, all carnists are moral relativists because they're trying to justify a, a theft that's unnecessary. Um, so, you know, things like that people would want to stay willfully ignorant to because they just don't want to change. And, um, you know, they've lived this many years thus far and um, they're just stubborn and um, pig-headed, you know, really. Um, so the, let me just remind myself, the question was whether people are under mind control with it or whether they're making the willful choice, right? Or a bit of both, really. I, I, I think that obviously it's so, sold to us from birth. Um, uh, yet, you know, certainly I don't know in, in, in America, but in this country, there's a, a phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that was that was taught widely, certainly through my youth. And that is, you know, that's natural law in a nutshell. It, 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 it you know, words can't harm you unless they're threats of violence in which you should stand stand up to and say no um but you know unless you're actually unless you're actually being hurt or you're having something taken stolen from you then it's not a wrong um i think it's a bit of both mate uh, especially when people are, are, are putting natural law in in someone else's his face and uh, they realise quite quick. Oh shit! You know, I'm gonna have to. Ch- I have to change, if if I if I, you know, accept these truths, um, and having a lifetime of moral relativism being programmed into them from through the school system, through the legal system, and through through mo- movies and media, you know. And since since I've been a, a, awake to objective morality, you know, I pick up on it when you just just little sentences here and there in a movie you know oh well there's no such thing as right and wrong you know you, and you, you just, ah yeah they're dri-, you know little drips but obviously if you're if you're not aware of the difference between objective morality and moral relativism you're not going to pick up on those and you just then end up being programmed by watching the tv programs right you know so yeah yeah like speaking of programs Brandon and I are 
both um, we've been working on the methods of manipulation on, on these uh, current shows, uh, uh, religion and subversive symbolism. And mm. uh, in your in your view, let's let's first uh, start with religion. What's your what's your take on religion, mm -hmm. and what's your understanding mm -hmm. of how religion is holding man back from world war mm -hmm. world real world solutions away from suffering and enslavement? Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, as we know, that it, it roots from the Latin religare to to bind, as you said, to hold back from from truth, from order, from freedom. Um, and it's, it's one of the, the pillars or tenets of Satanism. You know, it's a fundamental part of, of the Satanist religion. So they have tried to sell it to us, um, to, to give us their mind. And, it, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it features in, in the cultural religions, in authoritarianism, in carnism, it's 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 there it's the underlying religion if you like that is really holding us back from and but you know we'd need to we'd need to understand the laws of freedom if you like the the, the stroke the law of morality that as morality increases as do freedoms um yeah i mean religion is is the religious thinking and belief you know beliefs are the the, the problem uh is is it's the enemy of knowledge um and that is the the one good and ignorance is the evil and you know really religion is is rooted in ignorance as well um you know the, the psychology of arrest uh, is similar to that of a order following cult member they they want personal responsibility you know it's like it's children religious people are children um and we we could say you know the people mainstream a mainstreamist you know this is a religion and they want to stay a child because they just want to be told they don't want to do their own research they don't want to take personal responsibility so it's it is the one problem mate religious thinking um if scientism if you like or you know rockefeller the rockefeller medicine men and how they ignore things like fluoride and aluminium and things that cause harm in their uh the, the, the pharmaceutical cult um yeah man it's, it's it's the problem and natural law is the solution to to cleanse it you know uh, with along with the, the via the trivium method um you you mentioned uh satanism what what's your what's your take on satanism mm -hmm. well as as we know most people have the incorrect connotation to satanism because Again, through drip feeding the the programming, uh, most people would associate that with a red horned devil or committing some sort of animal sacrifice in the woods in your robes to a bomb, you know, around a bonfire or something like that. But it's it's really um, uh, it's selfishness, uh, it's moral relativism, it's solipsism, it's um, eugenics, it's 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 thinking that you know you, you've got the right to rule others and it doesn't really matter what you do to get what you want or um and this is this is the the mindset of 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 um of the ruling class you know the the, the survival of the richest kind of um mentality where they, they think because they've been born in certain bloodlines or they've got a bigger bank balance then they somehow have the right to rule over uh, the rest of 
humanity and to, to pick and choose who dies as well. It's, it's a psychopathic, sick mindset. Um, but because most people are moral relativists or carnists or they ha- they they're solipsists because they, they don't think there's any such thing as truth, then they're, they're Satanists by proxy. You know, most most people out there are de facto Satanists and they would hate you for saying that and because they'd have the, the wrong connotation with it, which is all part of the programming, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Thanks, man. I wanted to... It comes out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to uh, move on to symbolism. When You know, I wanted to know your knowledge of symbolism. What What symbol or... Uh, my question is, what symbol or symbols have revealed uh, the most to you? Mm. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to uh, have a, tell a little anecdotal story. It just, it just popped into my mind. And I remember being a young child uh, around the age of eight, and I was sat up in my bedroom on my own. And um, up on the dresser, this is in my nan and granddad's house, so it's all kind of, you know, old, old decorate, decoration and old furniture. Um, and there was a, a Christian cross, but it was um, on a pivot, so you could actually, like, invert it. And I was look, looking at that, and then I had these, these new stickers. And the sticker pack were all, like, American kind of military stickers. And there was the, the Pentagon. There was the... Um, United Nations, and then there was the seal of the uh, United States, and it was like I just had like a, a, a knowing or a, 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 an epiphany, if you like, um, it, when I realised that the pentagon symbol was a, a downward pointing pentagram, and I, I linked that to the downward pointing um, cross, or the, you know that could be inverted, and I just had a knowing. Um, which and then I knew that there was something uh, something up with the UN symbol as well, but I didn't I, I didn't I, I didn't know I just knew that there was something a little bit you know nefarious with it and obviously when you as an adult um, by me thirty plus years later and you've you've gone through the, the information and you think oh shit you know I had like an innate knowing when I was a kid. Um, and then there's another interesting one when I, I got my first compass set and and I remember literally the first time I, I used the compass and I started started drawing it and I just instinctively did the seed of life. And I was like, Whoa, that's really cool. <laughs> and there was like um it was like again a, like a, a deeper knowing of like and honestly, I it's like I knew that all of the, the secrets were, were in there, mm-hmm. um, but as as a child, I I just I, it kind of scared me in a, a little bit, and and I discounted it because I guess I didn't. I thought no, no, I, I no that I, I can't. <laughs> all the secrets can't be in there. That was just, but yeah. And um, on my on my science book when I was at school, I had um, the the flower of life. I, I drew that, and that was on my science book, but I didn't back when I was at school I didn't obviously associate the two I just uh, had it on my science but that's obviously <laughs> true science and it's all in there um, 
so I just thought I'd get that in there about some interesting sort of symbolic experiences in, in my youth. But it, is that uh, is that what on. you used uh, in your presentation, the seed of life, or was it the flower of life? As the background, the flower of life's in the background. Oh, I, yeah. I pilfered that off of a off of a Google image search. Um, I thank the artist who did that, whoever that was. Um, incidentally, thanks again, man, for the the, the cover one that you did for me, the, the vegan uh, the, the vegan anarchy one with the the two pillars. Yeah, man. The, um, the floor of the house. Yeah. That was an excellent presentation too. The, the, that, yeah, I first used that in the island one, I think, wasn't it? Is it? Um, yeah, the, the Ireland, Ireland presentation. One, yep. yep. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah awesome, mate. Yep. I've um, I've added um, the um, the emerald lion, and I've forgotten the name of the, the feminine one with the. <sighs> she's got the sprig, and she's there's the. Yeah, I don't remember the name of that one, but yeah, I uh, I know you're talking about the broken column. Sat sat and Kronos. Yeah, just speaking the truth, doing the work, um, up you know, the, up against the, the, the ticking time of death because we're all going to die at some point. So yeah, no, it's awesome, mate. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, uh, do you? Uh, what teachers have you listened to or read that you would recommend for people uh, when it comes to symbolism? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think Manny P. Hall is a good one. He's, he's, sure. There's a lot of work that, that he does encompassing symbolism. Um, I mean, David Icke touches on it, and that reminds For me, sure. I was going to say, uh, I think it was David Icke's book, Human Race, Get Off Your Knees. I think it was 2010 or 2012. 2012, I read that. And in that book, he was saying that, you know, a, a, a pandemic or a perceived pandemic would be the ultimate um, psyop or false flag for for the cabal because it ticks all of their boxes. You know, is that invisible enemy, much like the war on terror? Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of us have, you know, kind of been hoping, obviously, it doesn't happen, but having it in the back of our minds that, they could use something like this to fast track their their plans. Yeah. Um, other other teachers on symbolism. Um, what's the, the Coulson? Um, I've forgotten the, the guy's first name now. He 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 does a really interesting one about the platonic soloids and uh, time and the universe and sort of tying it all all in. Um, obviously, Mark Passio. He's 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 done some great work on yeah, symbolism sure. there, subversive symbolism. Absolutely. Um, those those are the, the the main the main ones that spring spring to mind, mate. Yeah, man. Uh, phew, symbolism it just it goes on and on and on. It's this you know everything is symbolic, so that's why it's uh, very it's a, such a vast topic. It really is. Yeah. I've I've started uh, well tr trying to learn a bit more about the tarot, so I've got mm. I've got a deck and and I just do like a monthly reading, <laughs> just cool. so I, I just so I learn little bits you know bite size because it is there's just so much symbolism there to to 
to get your head around. And you know, it, it is it is going in slowly. I, I really, really, really like um, uh, the the setup using the the twenty two major Arcana cards in in the two the microcosm and the macrocosm for the, the set out in the Kabbalah, the, the Sephiro, right? right. I, I really like the symbolism there on how it, it clearly shows step by step the, what happens if you align with truth and you, you know, collectively and we, you then arrive at true freedom and order and prosperity or whether if you ignore it, you end up in slavery and then death um, I've got, I've actually put those in frames and put them up in my office, um, because it's just, it's profound symbolism. And then the journey of the self, which is obviously ultimately what it's all about. We've, we've all got to go through that, that awakening process, um, of, of wanting to know and seek knowledge and then, and truth and obviously integrate it in our own lives and ultimately then propagate it, uh, to the others so we, we, we can hopefully be free at some point. Yeah, man. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back on the other side. been really awesome to to have you on here and uh i i, w I was wondering if you would, would course, man. i appreciate it um would you be willing to give a short synopsis of your seed presentation just so people know uh what what they can really uh look forward to yeah sure um so the title aside at this stage <laughs> is ultimately looking at how entheogens can help each stage of the awakening process that like i say that we need to go through as individuals and i'll be getting anecdotal as well because you know i've, I've got first-hand knowledge um and personal experience of of going through that process using entheogens so yeah i'll be looking at the stages of awakening and and how entheogens can help in each of those stages really Awesome. Yeah, well, we're we're definitely I mean, you know, uh, it just it really sucks because, you know, I was really looking forward to meeting you last year when it got postponed. Yeah, likewise, um, mate. And I'm uh, really hoping that, you know, something happens to where, you know, you don't have to uh, be um, injected with anything to come over here. And if so, that'd be great. Uh, be really cool to meet you. Um, if, yeah. If, if if not, hopefully also with the cubby hole that we'll be moving into video interviews, and uh, yeah. then then we'll be able to at least like see each other through a screen, which you know is not as good as like meeting in person. Obviously, uh, I look at the screen in this way as the mask in a lot of ways because. Uh, you know, we're so restricted in our travel and, you know, who we can see anymore. 
but I'm, I'm just, I'm just really stoked that you're, you know, who you are and that you're doing the great work and that you're, uh, you know, really trying to make a difference in this world and you're very much appreciated. That's really kind. Thank you, man. And, you know, obviously reciprocate that as well because you're, you're doing exactly the same. Um, where can people yeah. find and, you? And I, I, oh, I, sorry. Go ahead. And I was just going to say, you know, I, I really want to come over as well and, and meet everybody, yourself and, and Brandon and the other speakers and Pasio. But, you know, if if I've got to wear a mask uh, to get on a plane, then, or, or, you know, at the least, let alone have a vaccine, then I'm, sadly, it's not it's not going to happen, man. Um, so, I mean, I, I could get a, a, an exemption letter or something from my doctor, perhaps. So, you know, or I don't know if I can drag out a, a can of Pringles on a, a, a flight across the Atlantic. <laughs> Did you hear about that story about the guy that was on a flight and uh, he didn't wear his mask because he was you know, a tub of Pringles all the way. <laughs> made a made a tub of Pringles last four hours or something, so he didn't have to wear his mask. Yeah, I did hear something about that. I didn't look in the full story. But yeah, that is, isn't that funny? It's like, yeah, I've actually traveled during this whole thing. And um, I realized like, oh, if you have a bag of chips, uh, you don't have to have your mask on the whole time. And I, you know, I was making the joke, like if I could just like get everybody to uh, get a bag of chips, we'd all have our mask off right now. <laughs> because that, you know, I was gonna, it, I was it's gonna... allowed to be, you know, in the airport and on the plane. Uh, yes. Yeah, um, it's just, it's crazy, mate. And just so much moral relativism and, and scientism because it's, it's not backed by true science. It, you know, in fact, it, true science would, would, say the contrary to that, that oh, yeah. they're actually harmful and they harbor you know any any germs but so i was going to ask ask you like how how it's affected you you know what are you missing out on um is there anything that you're not doing because of of the the pandemic perceived pandemic regulations well you know it's just the the i i love being around i mean okay let me rephrase this i um, I love the idea of just being around people and having no fear involved. Mm. I really miss that. I miss like just being around people and not worrying, you know, because it, it gave me a, a comfort. And, you know, now when I go out, I just feel like if I have my mask off, I'm being judged constantly. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, you go outside and like most people are wearing the mask. I'm not wearing my mask. Mm. You know, unfortunately, the only um, I've 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 had uh, run ins where it's just like uh, been very like I think the grocery store has been has really affected me the most because it's like when I go to the grocery store, it's like they are like militant about mm. the mask. And it's like any time that I've ever tried to, you know, give any kind of, you know, flack, uh, it's just I am instantly met with so much uh, resistance and so much uh, it, it, it just it has become to the point where it's like I just don't even want to go out anymore. I know that in some ways I'm sacrificing myself to not waste my energy to 
make sure that I am not attracting, you know, the wrong attention to me, but also at the same time, I am standing up for myself uh, in the positions that, you know, like, okay, for instance, let's, let's, let's just say like, okay, when you go into a grocery store, and this is a, this is a dumb example, but it's, it is an example of like, if you go to the grocery store, they, they require you to wear, you know, shirts, pants, shoes, whatever, right? Well, it's like, okay, well, obviously, okay, they have these rules. Well, if you're not following these rules, they'll ask you to leave. And, you know, they have created this rule to, you know, cover up your mouth and make it to where you and your nose to where you can't even, you know, breathe. Um, Mm. And it's like, I just think, uh, you know, like when people start using that, uh, that, you know, quote unquote logic, like, well, you wear you know, shoes, you're required to wear shoes and you go wear. I don't agree with that. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, they do have this rule now. And they, it's there. It's stated very clearly that you have to wear this thing in order to get in here. So now it's like, oh, great. I have to follow this. You know, it is an immoral rule. Um, but I'm also like, Jesus, I am well, all alone so- out here. I'm all alone. I, there's yeah, no man. one else. Yeah. There's no one else. I, 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 I just, in, but I'm at the same time, do I make the effort to not, you know, wear one mm. when I go in places? Mm. Yeah, of course. But I, I'm, I'm always met with someone who wants to, you know, patrol me and police me. Mm. So. I didn't come here to bring a sword. <laughs> yeah. I didn't come here to bring peace rather. I butchered it again. <laughs> <laughs> But what I was going to say, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd argue, I'd say that they are harmful. You know, they're almost trying to mandate self-harm. You know, it's, it's oxygen oh, yeah, levels and CO2 levels totally and bacteria. It's just, mm. Yeah, no, I'm, I am yeah. completely, I'm saying it's, it's an immoral rule. And uh, it's like, I, I think of it as um, the, the great conspiracy you think okay you think about the word conspiracy and when it's broke down it means like mm-hmm. to breathe in the same spirit right mm-hmm. well like i look at you know this whole thing as you know it is the it is literally cutting like you think about everything that's happened mm-hmm. this year think about like people are dying because of what breath like their respiratory you know uh, machines are mm-hmm. killing people Right. And it's like, you know, it's a respiratory problem that people are getting when Mm. when you're wearing a mask. It's hard to breathe because Mm. you're wearing a mask. Um, You think about, you know, we're all breathing the same spirit, the same air. Yeah. Spiro Spirate, isn't it? Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's we're we are breathing in the same spirit, this oxygen that we need it's a life force and we're being Mm. cut off from that and you know think about like uh you you know black lives matter what were they saying uh they were wearing a mask saying i can't breathe right (laughs) um and and then and then you think like uh you know so many people you know jumped in on that as well right Mm. right and then and then you Mm. think about Mm. like uh all the forests that have have been burning the quote unquote, you know, lungs of the earth. Right. And so it's like this, you know, and you know, you and I both know, like 
there's definitely some stuff going on with that. You know, those all those mm. forest fires in, in Australia and South America and, and Africa. It's like, all right, they're, you know, they don't just like get that big by themselves. There's definitely got to be some inside stuff going on. But the point is, mm-hmm. that, like, you know, you look at the pollution, you look at like, uh, what is it, the climate change and all that. And it's, it really is this like giant conspiracy ritual where it's like, that's how I see it is like, there's this, you know, it's all about killing the air because the air is the life force. It's the spirit, you know? So that's my take. Yeah. I think, I think you're bang on there. Uh, you know, with the, with the death cult, right. That's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a big, yeah, I think you hit, hit the nail on the head there, mate. But yeah, man, I mean, God, I, I could like, there's a part of me that wants to make a, uh, like a little presentation, uh, just to like point out all the bullshit of what's going on in, in, in with this whole COVID thing. And, uh, but also at the same time, like I know a lot of people are already doing it, which is great, but I'm, I'm torn because like, I want to put something out, but I'm also like, well, you know, I want to just like continue putting all this information out, uh, that leads up to helping people understand what's going on. Mm. and it's just it's yeah. a it's a lot of work man i mean <laughs> let me tell you i mean i know you already know but i'm just saying like it is uh it, it really takes a toll on you but also at the same time it's exciting that people are listening it's exciting that you know some people are really starting to awaken to this stuff not enough people but you know i'll take what i can get mm. it just um i wanted to say actually and it just reminded me uh there's some symbolism surrounding uh covid as well and i wanted to say that uh, england went into the first lockdown on the 20th of march so it's obviously the the beginning of the season of sacrifice Mm. so that was and then the next one was on guy fawkes night as well and that was announced on um may day i think interesting hang on okay no there was no there's an, an announcement but yeah it happened on guy forks now i wanted to see what your thoughts are on this as well um because the the cult of the black sun right and the, their symbol right when you um when you block out the sun that's the only time when you can actually see the corona with with the human eye right. so that it would be a black sun when you can see the corona but <laughs> i thought that was quite interesting and the actual symbol for the coronavirus is very similar to a black sun right. if you look at it yeah yeah for sure yeah. i thought that was quite interesting i even thought the um the symbol for the the virus you know that little round thing with the you know little um with the the black with the black that's what i'm talking about yeah it looks like a, a black sun right yeah but i was i was saying like have you ever seen do you know what i'm talking about with the uh ship um not ship uh does does those like oh, under, mines underwater bombs in the ocean yeah mines yeah, yeah the yeah. mines yeah they, they look like those <laughs> that's crazy you know mm. almost like they're planted i mean you know humans planted those there right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it just makes you think, like when you think about correspondence. Mm. But yeah, man, the mm. yeah, the this the symbolism that has come out of this year has been unbelievable. It's been a it's been a 
just been a we yeah, clown show, man. Yeah, oh, it was such yeah. a clown for, show. For sure. Like the greatest clown show that's ever existed. Yeah. But hey, Nathan, uh, where can people find your work? Cheers, Nate. So under my name, Nathan Redette. Um, it's, it's all under my name. You can find it on YouTube. You can find me on BitChute. So that would be the, the main. And obviously on the One Great Work Network now. It's, you know, true privilege to such, such a, uh, an amalgamation of, of people's work all orientated towards true freedom. So I've put, I've put my key presentations up on there as well. So yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's getting, my work is getting out there to, to more people as, as time goes on. And that's, that's what it's all about. You know, we need to reach more people with, with this truth and the solution. Mm. Right. Yeah, man, it's so cool to uh, be part of that and, uh, you know, be side by side with you and all the other awesome light workers because, uh, you know, it's just really, I think it's so awesome that, like, the, you know, the serious student has mm. a place to go now where they can just, like, look at all this great information uh, who's, you know, obviously trying to seek out natural law. I mean, you can't go yeah, wrong yeah. in there so yeah there's some there's plenty of so. you know once they've gone through all the pasios podcasts and videos then there's all the other the other stuff to go through as well yeah right yeah man um yeah it's so cool it's so cool i'm i'm definitely gonna check out more of your work I, I really like what you're doing with art and you know the imagination i think like, that's that's very cool man thank mm. you yeah, that was that was another thing. Like, I'm so not savvy with uh, building a website, and so when I went on there, it was so easy to put my work on there, my my shows and presentations and my art, and it's uh, my art is dis displayed so much better than uh, awesome than my yeah. But it's really cool that we were given that opportunity, and uh, it's it's just a it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, what well, what a legend, you know, and uh, I hope he, hope that book comes out soon because I want to buy a load of those to give out to people. Yeah, definitely. It Pasio's natural law book. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I'm looking forward well, to that and his uh, his uh, new documentary. Yes, man. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, big thing. Just hopefully, um, because it's it's going to be done with a, a very professional. You know, it, sh it should really really look sweet. And, you know, some people are quite sensitive with with how things come across, aren't they? And so hopefully it will appeal to to a, a few more people. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, because, you know, I think a lot of people. Do you think do you think there's still a there's chance, though, if we're being honest? Do you think we've missed the boat or you know, do you think that we missed that timeline? Well, I think that, uh, you know, maybe we've missed a timeline, but uh, to, to you know, really uh, make a bigger bounce back. Well, it's not over yet, I guess, is it? There's still a chance. Right. As long as there's us, there's still a chance. As long as there's people mm. who are caring enough to put this type of information out, I definitely think there's a chance to make a big, you know, positive change in the world. But, uh, you know, it just... It's it just it's hard because you know you got to first you got to convince people that uh, slavery exists. Um, you got to mm. convince people that mind control is uh, you know prevalent across the world. Uh, you got to 
convince people that uh, to even, you know, try to find your care, to even yeah. want to look into any of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's hard because, I mean, how, like, sometimes I feel like I'm a really bad magician <laughs> because I'm not good enough to, uh, to get people to look into things to really inspire them to want to uh, listen to something like this or do something like this. And, um, mm. but at the same time, like, you know, that's what I'm trying to become more of is a better magician because I'm trying to, you know, find a way to uh, bring light to people uh, and show them like how awesome it is to, to look into these things uh, and and uh, find the find the fascination and get excited about these t types of topics and realize like you have this so much more power in you than you ever were raised to believe and that you can make a incredible difference you know just by uh taking in this information mm -hmm. absolutely yeah nice it's a it's a up here uphill battle and you know, but I, I look at, I don't look at it as a negative thing. You know, I just look at it as like, it is what it is. We're, we're in this whole, uh, uh, we're a collective consciousness and we got to, um, you know, it takes individual units of consciousness, uh, who, who want to, um, expand to actually increase that, you know, the, the expansion of consciousness in the aggregate and, you yeah. know, yeah, so that's what it's about. For Absolutely. sure, for sure. Mm. Well, is there any? Well said, mate. Thank you. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I, I did make some notes before I came on uh, tonight with you. I, I, there's just I, just a couple of things I didn't get in. I was just wanted to mention how you know religion is ultimately slave think. As we know, they're trying to get get people to to submit and not stand up, and it's it's, it's all really slave thing and um but I, I think i got everything else in because i know i know that the focus was on uh religion and symbolism there so well you're well, more i think I th you're more than welcome to share that man i i'm not um there's no there's no there's really no rush i i just was i saw that the that we went over uh the the time mark earlier and i can just you know we can just keep going and uh, you know i'm i'm totally open to anything else that you want to add in or that you were planning on talking about. So don't don't feel don't feel rushed. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're okay. Okay. I kind of like we, we go with the flow, don't we? For sure. you know, where where it takes us and it's kind of my bad that I didn't slip things in at the right right places. No, you're good. <laughs> but going back to the sword of truth, um, you know, uh, and, and my mum if if I may. So, you know, my mum's in taken on board buddhism in the last few years uh, because she she had a can a bit of a cancer scare and um she's yeah she's she's you know like buddhism 24 7 and um I, i've obviously known my mum very well she's been in my life uh, all of my life obviously um it's, but i can just relate to it with with the the adoption of uh, the buddhist mindset and and how I kind of like using, um, you know, the 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 quotes because there are some good quotes in in religion, you know, like the Christian one we use, the sword of truth. Um, uh, 
in Buddhism, you know, there's the two mistakes quote, the two mistakes you, there's only two mistakes you can make on the, the road to truth, not starting and not going all the way, you know, so I, I like to use them against people that follow that religion. Um, you know, if you meet the Buddha on the path, then kill him, you know, so, you know, people that aren't teaching you natural law and, and objective morality, then you shouldn't listen to them, you know, um, and right livelihood, you know, so there's, there's some, there's some good things in religion. Um, but you, you don't want to buy the exoteric cover story. You want to understand the, the deeper esoteric and moral, moral teachings. Um, and you know how, how this, you know, where my mum has adopted pacifism and never get angry. Um, and there's just, there's a lot of kind of, um, duality, there because she, she 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 wants to live an anarchistic lifestyle but then she supports government and she's got these you know religious um this is all will, willful choices to and, and it, it roots in cowardice you know and i've really struggled with my mum over the years and it's just got to the point where i, I, I just like can't be around her because she she just won't take it take any of it on board um so i know pasio's story with his mum and how he you know labored for years and and i've kind of done the same but it's got to the stage where um she's that defiant um uh, and i and i just just can't tolerate it i'm just i i, I really struggle with ignorance and people that display ignorance uh, i you know I, I do really struggle with that as well and and when you know she, she's She's sort of spouting uh, pacifism and, you know, talking about uh, wearing masks. I'm just like, you need to leave. <laughs> and it's, it's quite sad, but, um, you know, you've, you've, got to, you've got to stay true to your principles and not cowtail to falsehood, uh, e even if it is, you know, blood relatives. And it's it's hard, man. But, um, you know, I'd rather I'd rather have authenticity you know, live an authentic lifestyle, um, then because you know it's, it's just it's just fake otherwise, and I, I I can't live like that. So I just wanted to get that in, man, about about my mum and uh, Buddhism and yeah. I can definitely <laughs> relate on you know with my some of my family members, and uh, you know I I feel your pain because you know you want to be close with them, right? And mm -hmm. and uh, we we raise ourselves to such a level that it becomes very hard to go along to get along as, as what mm -hmm. they want to do. And, you know, you're trying to be uh, live principled and, and, you know, I, I think like you just, you try your hardest to reach people that you love and, um, you know, but also uh, you don't let it drain you. Right. Mm. Well, yeah, that's what that's what it got to that stage. Yeah, you, know, you you can you know drag in the horse to water uh, so many times. Um, it, it, I think there's a there's a native Indian saying something along the lines of you can't wake those who pretend to be asleep, and you know because it is a willful choice to be remaining that way. Mm -hmm. And um, so yeah, true. she's yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really cool though. When you do make a breakthrough, 
Uh, I'm very thankful that, you know, my, you know, my whole, I, I just want to give, share a little anecdote here. I first started, uh, this, this journey, uh, especially with zeitgeist. And I think a lot of people yeah, can relate. I remember that. that. Um, but when I watched that, I tried to, uh, awaken my family and man, let me tell you, uh, they were laughing at me. <laughs> they were like, you are crazy, Nate. Uh, you're, you are, I don't understand like why you're trying to show me this and I don't want to see this. And, but eventually they, uh, I kept working with them and they definitely came online, uh, quite a few of them. And, uh, thankfully, because man, let me tell you, yeah, and I know you can probably probably relate with this is that you know when you're doing this type of work it gets very lonely and because you don't you don't really have too many people that can you know relate with like what you're doing and what you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know and and then you you see the the mistakes we're all making and unfortunately willfully at that yeah but but it's but you know we have to keep trying we have to just keep you know finding ways to communicate you know one of my best friends uh that i that i live with actually out here in california he you know he has been uh just such a important person in my life that's really taught me a lot about communication and you know because i feel like communication has been uh something that i struggled with back in the day and it's okay. something that I think, you know, the, the better we get with that, you know, that is the, that's the key. That really is the key. Sure. Well, it is, you know, I'd, I'd always, you know, I remember putting on my CV, excellent communicator. Um, uh, you know, I, I do should have some traits of my, my star sign. I'm a Gemini and, uh, and, and you know, I've always thought I've been quite good at it. But, you know, try, when it comes to conveying this information, um, I, 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 I'd, 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 I'd say that it's not actually so much down to uh, the person that's trying to convey it. It's more down to the person who's, who's on, the, on the receiving end and where they're at. Because I, I don't really I think it makes a whole ma- ma- matter of difference on how it's said. It's where, whether the person actually wants, you know, is open to truth and is actually wants to... Uh, to take on information and knowledge um you know i mean I've, I've had a lot of critique about how i've gone about it and i'm like well you know should it should it not be more important that you're not you know you're not a child that people are adults and it you know just because i've said it really sort of simply and bluntly does does that mean it you know just because i haven't often put it in like five paragraphs and i'll just put it nice and condensed in two does that mean it should be ignored of course not right you know yeah and it's like uh it's like uh what doug uh the other the other guy uh, i don't know if you know douglas martin right i do yeah i'm not really familiar with with uh with him or his work oh man you'll you'll really love his work but uh he uh, i've seen some of your podcasts i've I've seen them up there and i've and i want to work through them because i I did uh i got up to about six and then i lost track and i've not gone back since so i do want to catch up with with your your podcast so it looks like he's got some good ones there i've uh, gone through your 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 listing 
For sure, yeah, man. He he really gets very very deep into uh, um, into anthropology and and uh, you know the Egyptian mythos. Um, but one of the so, things that he says uh, all the time is there are no teachers. There are only unwilling students. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and uh, I completely agree with that. So. No, I like that. That's good. But. Is is that Brandon's older brother? Uh, this is his uh, uncle. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, it's really cool because you know, like both of those guys are my family, and they, uh, you know, it's just, it's really cool to like have the dynamic that we have. Yeah, it's an excellent little network you've got there. That's just brilliant. Yeah, and we're you know like we just hope to inspire people in that way, uh, or you know, in many ways. But you know, like it's just trying to work with each other is uh such a powerful thing and it takes a lot of work and (laughs) you know you're gonna sometimes like have headbutts or not agree on things but man you Mm. know like when you're aligned in your principles you really do uh Mm. have a lot more to say with each other and you know i think that uh we've all done a a lot of work and man especially brandon and uh, Doug, they have really just displayed some of the greatest work I've seen out there. So it's cool to be. Yeah, I've seen quite a bit of Brandon's, and then I have to agree, I've not got on to Doug's yet. So, but I, I can see that to be true. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, I think we're gonna get off here now yeah we've been going for a while haven't we <laughs> not yeah but you know and i can go on good. more and more i just realized like i'm i'm uh going a little bit over time and that's totally cool um i really really appreciate you coming on here and you know it's been such a pleasure a true so, pleasure yeah thank you so much uh, thank you so much thanks Nate, and, man. and i'm sure we'll definitely have you back on uh, in the near future, because, um, you know, I know you, there's a lot more, uh, information that, um, I, I want to pick your brain about. So sweet. Look forward to it. Cool. Uh, this episode is at its end guys. So hope you've found clarity and value in this show today, and you can find more shows and presentations and news at cubbyhole.com. Also, please make sure to keep your eyes out for the next couple of shows as Brandon and I will be going further into the methods of manipulation, especially subversive symbolism. And as for now, a new show comes out every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So stay tuned for more. And if you have any questions regarding the topics for these shows or the Seed 4 Growth event, um, you can now... Uh, email Brandon or I at cubbyhole uh, at mail.com. That's cubbyhole at mail.com. So you can email us only for the topics of the show uh, or the seed for growth event. Uh, so please, nothing, nothing else aside from that. And I'm your host, Nate Cap, and thank you for listening. And remember, do no harm defend truth and keep transcending dogma.